It's time now for the complete story with Rich Bot, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here is Rich Bot with today's complete story. And we have a fantastic program lined up for you today. Uh, folks, uh, today, these days, most of us are home, uh, working from home, doing everything we can from home, social distancing. But at the same time, this crisis is bringing us together. There's lots that we can do as believers in this moment. We have a couple of great interviews we're going to share with you right now. And on the phone with us right now is our good friend, Barry McGuire. Barry, welcome to The Complete Story. Well, thanks, Rich. Always good to be with you. And uh, our listeners know you from Revival Outside the Walls. They hear your broadcast every day on Bot Radio Network, where you have materials on your website, ROTW, to encourage Christians to share their faith. Is that right? ROTW.com. You know, with about 80% of our population lives outside the influence of the Church, sadly to say. Only about 20% of our population are regular Church attenders. So if we're going to reach America today... Our only hope is that revival outside the walls, and that puts the pressure on every one of us who are laymen to move everyone every day closer to Jesus, you know, and, and, and so we offer all kinds of uh, tips on how to do that and how fun, have the fun in the process. In fact, the most fun in your life can be sharing your faith, to feel like it's an obligation, golly gee, I'm not equipped and I don't have the right words, and that those are all excuses, you know, they're just excuses. And I think probably the the number one hesitation is I, I I think I have to get them down on their knees and praying the sinner's prayer every time, and that almost never happens. It's a team sport. If we all share, that's you right. know, if we just all move, if we all love, he said they'll know you're my disciple by your love. If we uh. just love on people, amazing things happen. People that you love on, complete strangers. I mean, within moments, they're sharing things with you they wouldn't share with their best friend. That's right. And when they share and they give you that that nugget and you see what's really hurting them, you don't have to prepare. Just know that God, the God, His Holy Spirit's going to give you the right words, and He'll bring to your mind, right in the conversation, it'll just flow out. You wonder, where did that come from? A life experience, a scripture, maybe it's somebody else's life experience. I often use Johnny Erickson's life experience. Oh, yes. That would now, match that need. Right. Now, now we and live... When, we live in extraordinary times right now. These are incredible times where everybody is kind of locked in their own home. How does that impact our ability to do soul winning? And isn't it even more important than ever to do it? Well, it really is. And before I give you the how-to, there's a simple way to do it. We can, and we can alert all of our listeners today. It's a, really, it's a fun way and easy way to do it. But first off, again, after 9-11, we had record church attendance, okay? Uh-huh. And so we know in a crisis, people come to God. Bad things are good times to lead people to Jesus Christ. And here we have the epic moment of perhaps our, our lifetime. And they're flocking. They wonderful. We will be having record church attendance right now, but they can't get in the churches. So where are they going? So right. they're going online churches. And obviously, thank God for Christian radio and Christian television. Uh-huh. Uh, but, but, but here's the rub. I've been looking at our uh, great pulpits across the country, and I went to their online services the last two Sundays. And, you know, we have kind of dumbed down, if I dare say, our services. And, and those of us who are already Christians don't even hardly recognize it, being kind of desensitized. A, a typical sermon today, quite frankly, is great word, solid, solid word, edifying word. But then it's like uh, you end up with some, you know, some entertaining music, and I call it more entertainment than worship, and, and then and have a good day. And somehow our pulpits, by and large, online, 
on Sunday mornings and in our churches across America, Rich, have stopped having altar calls. Mm. I travel across the country, as you do. You can't find an altar call today. We're, and if we're not having altar calls, why are we having church? We need to have a call. This is an SOS call to the church right now, and there's a lot of people talking about it. You and I are just two of many. But pastors, if you're listening to us, please, we beg you. Every sermon you preach through these days it should be always, but particularly over this next month, needs to have an altar call. In it. The fields are ripe for harvest right yes. now. They've never been more ripe for harvest, and we don't harvest them with saying, you know, God's there, and He'll protect you, and, and Christians just be a light and help people and do, do the right thing. Well, that's all true. It's absolutely true. It's what we're called to as Christians, but that doesn't do anything for the unsaved that are coming, that are lost, they're trying to figure out, and they just hear a tindling little word and have a nice day. That doesn't change. We need changed lives. Yeah. This is an opportunity, literally bring millions of people into the kingdom over these next three or four weeks, and we're about to miss it from the pulpits, and more importantly, from those of us who are not in the pulpits. Every layperson has this responsibility to do that every moment of every day, and, yes. and so this is a national call for all of us right So right now, when people can't go to church, many are are watching their church service online as kind of a new experience for a lot of people. But what you're saying is that the pastors need to use this opportunity, because there's a whole new audience out there, and a lot of people, their hearts have been opened to receive the gospel because of the heartache and the hardship that they're going through right now, and the uncertainty and the anxiety, and they need to hear the gospel— and then they need to have an opportunity to receive it. They need to be given an invitation, an altar call, as you say. There you are. If they go there, and it's just a, a have a nice day, and God's going to protect you. And I heard one major pastor in Sunday, his strong point was, God wants you to be Christ-like. Well, to the unbeliever, that's telling the person, you just need to be a better person. And, you know, three-fourths of America thinks if you're a good enough person, you can earn your way to heaven. That's the opposite of the gospel. There was not one mention from that pastor of the blood, of the, of the cross, of confession of sins. That was one of our major pastors. I mean, it's unbelievable. And I think we've just dumbed ourselves down to talking to each other, and, and we're not recognizing what the church is called for. So here's what I'm suggesting okay. as, to do as layman. And I did it I did it last Saturday night, and I had so much fun, and so much results. I sent an email. Lay folks, you, everybody listen to us right now is a lay person, yes. you know, whatever, whatever age. Every one of us has a whole bunch of unsaved friends on our email list. And you know what I did? And I'm going to do it again Saturday night. I sent them all an email. And I put the title on it, Happy Hour. Oh. <laughs> Who's not going to see Happy Hour, okay? And so I said, hey, guess what? I want to tell you about the happiest hour. I guarantee I'm going to tell you about the happiest hour of your day tomorrow if you just go to harvest.org. Harvest.org. And it'll not only change your day tomorrow, it may change the rest of your life. Don't miss it. It's, you would not believe what you're going to hear. Well, I said it to harvest.org because the Greg Lord is my pastor, but I know is he always gives a salvation message, okay? And so we shouldn't just send them to any ministry, but we should send them to a ministry, only send them to, if we send them to the ministry, just make them feel good. That's worthless. It's not worth the exercise. You want to send them to a ministry ministry where they'll hear the gospel. Absolutely. And if you don't have one, send them to harvest.org. That's Greg Laurie's ministry. And he has the services starting on the even hours throughout the day on Sunday. So you can go at the 10 o'clock service, the 12 o'clock, the 2 o'clock. But just to, they'll figure that out on there. Just send them to harvest.org or whatever pastor you love that's actually sharing the gospel and having an altar call at the end. And let me tell you what happened with Greg. He never ends a service without an altar call. That's why I go to his church, okay? Uh-huh. Um, he normally has online 
about 100 people accept the Lord online every Sunday. Okay, about 100 people. What's tremendous. Two weeks ago, at the beginning of this, he had 1,700 people accepted the Lord. Last week, he had 3,200 people accept oh, the Lord. That's a, that's a 17 That's a 17-fold increase, and then that a 32-fold increase. God is using this hardship in some wonderful ways to, to break up the soil, to open up the heart, to receive the gospel, and we need to be about the Father's business in proclaiming the gospel so people can receive and, it. And, and multiply that across the country. Multiply yes. that across the country. It's this opportunity, every pastor has this opportunity this Sunday. Every yeah. pastor on the radio, every pastor yeah. on television, every online service. If we call people for salvation, it's just if just the listeners you and I are talking yeah. to you right now, would do this on Saturday night and email every one of their unsaved friends and send them to a ministry like Harvest.com that has an altar call. Uh-huh. Can you imagine how many people could be saved this weekend? Right, Harvest.org. Send them to Harvest.org. Right. I mean, that, and, 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 and talk, there's many and, others. I'm just mentioning one. And talk to your pastor and encourage them to use this uh, this live stream if they're doing something oh, like that to, thank to, to, thank to have thank an altar you. call, have an invitation where people can receive Jesus as their Savior. You know You know what, Barry? I heard about a, a, a church in uh, Wichita that is renting out the drive-in theater, and on wow. Sunday morning, they're encouraging wow. everybody to come to the drive-in theater in their cars and <laughs> worship in their cars with their family oh, while they wow. hear the gospel presentation. Isn't that great? So all Isn't kinds of, of neat that, and innovative uh, opportunities for ministry. So there really are. And I want to reiterate what you just said. And tell your pastor, call your pastor, email your pastor, and say, Pastor, you need to have an altar call. Don't miss this opportunity. We need to call it. This is an SOS for the church, Rich. It really yes. is. It's an SOS for the church. Pastors have altar calls these Sundays. You should always do. But these Sundays in particular, every pastor has a message online or on the radio or on television or what have you. Every Every pastor needs to be doing, and then every layperson needs to be thinking about every unsaved person they have. And if you need help doing that, folks, you can go to ROTW.com. We have a ton of helps there for you. Revival Outside the Walls, that's what our ministry is about. Not about us, it's about your ministry. Right. And the only way we're going to reach America have you is outside the walls of church. And I'm talking about innovative ministry. Have you seen those 60-second spots that Franklin Graham has on uh, oh, various cable TV God. channels where oh, he gives the plan see, of salvation? He knows. Yes, he gives the yeah, plan of he, salvation, he, and he asks people to pray the sinner's prayer with him, and then there's a phone number that you can call for more literature or for somebody to counsel with you or to help you in your decision. Why is he doing that at this moment? Very obvious. He realizes what's taking place, and people are hungry, right? We have a moment in time. Time. Well, this virus has put fear in everybody's hearts, and we don't know how much longer that'll go. When the, as the fear subsides, unfortunately, their need for God and their crying out for God will lessen. So these next several weeks, and that thank God for Franklin Graham recognizing that and being proactive on that. It's fantastic. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, isn't it? Mm, absolutely right. You know, an interesting statistic happens all the time. 86% of, of the unsaved know the world's out of control, and it's not just because of the virus, but because of the chaos for the last couple of years. They know the world's out of control and would actually like to believe there's a God who can make sense out of the chaos. And get this, 
and they're actually looking for somebody to tell them. That's 86. Right. That's basically everybody we know. So we don't have to be bashful about it. We've got the good news. Uh, we sure <laughs> oh, do. And there's only uh, just a few of us that really have this precious gift that we carry, carry around in the clay pot of ordinary lives. We have this response, this opportunity, morning response. We have this huge opportunity to yes. share. And yes. it is good news. You don't offend people when we tell them, you know, God loves you. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yes. You know, God loves you. He just loves you. And he has one desire to spend eternity with him. It's a message of love. It's not condemnation. We can't argue with people going to hell. It's time for churches to turn on the light to be glorious and yeah. be loved and want them to see God in us and want what we have. Not, not just to beat up on pastors, but just to encourage them to share the gospel, give people an opportunity yeah. to trust Christ. And for all of us in our daily lives to share the love of Jesus and to share the gospel oh message to, to move people closer to Jesus every day and make sure that they understand the gospel and have an opportunity to receive it. It'd be a clear presentation. That's so true. And, and recognize that if people know we're Christians, everything we do and say moves people closer or further away from God. They're watching us. Now, now a lot of people don't know well, how to share their faith, and that's where they can go well, to rotw.com, rotw.com, and get practical information about how you can share your faith and how you can win your friends and loved yeah. ones to Jesus. And it's the most fun thing, and when you do, you have joy every day. John 15, 11 says, when you bear fruit, my joy remain with you, and your joy remain full. This is the fun part of being a Christian. You don't even understand what being a Christian is all about until you start sharing your faith. And when you do that, here's what happens, just real quick. When you do that, you get asked questions you can't understand, and you can't answer. And that's where the fun begins, because then you start digging. Now you have reason to for Bible study. Nobody can stop you from reading your Bible, because you're digging for those answers. And then you find that answer. You Holy Spirit guide to that verse. And you, oh, I can't wait to tell Bob tomorrow. You go back and you tell Bob, look what I found. Look what the Word of God says. And he said that he's in tears. And and you were praying about it. And, and things are coming out of your mouth. You didn't know you had it. Everything's everything's working. Right. Sharing your faith is the key to making your entire life work. In fact, in Isaiah forty three ten, he says. Uh, uh, thus saith the Lord, I appoint you as my witness so that you will believe. When you have these experiences, your belief goes up, your joy goes up, your faith goes up. Everything is working. So I think God wants us to share faith more for us than for the people we you share know, Barry, with. You, you know, know, Barry, I heard, I heard somebody say sometime that uh, isn't it just like God to separate all of us to bring us together? And so as we're in our oh, homes, as wow. we're a kind of quarantined with our small little family group, maybe, this is your opportunity to reach out to your friend and neighbor over the telephone, through an email and text messages, and, and share the love of Jesus and encourage them to tune in and uh, go to ROTW.com to get practical advice. Uh, encourage them to tune in to a worship service. Maybe worship with your church if your church is, is, is sharing the gospel and encouraging people to get saved. And uh, when they go to rotw.com, there's an article on there, Where is God with the Coronavirus, which is uh, oh, yes. gone viral. I, I meant to mention, you wrote video. that. Tell us that, that, to I, that topic again. I, uh, where is God uh, with the Coronavirus? And it's it's just going all over the place. And by fire, Jim Dobson, there's two of his shows on, on it this week with uh, Greg Laurie and myself. But, um, yeah, it, it really sets the stage for how, where God is, how he's, he didn't provoke it, but he's using this moment in time for the church. This is a, this is an incredible opportunity for the church right now. Right. right? 
now, at this moment. And our listeners are familiar with Greg Laurie's ministry, A New Beginning. They hear his broadcast every day on Bot Radio Network and on the weekends. But then also he has these Harvest Crusades, these Harvest America Crusades, and now harvest.org, you can see and participate in his worship service, where you know you and your friends that you encourage to listen with you will have an opportunity to receive the Lord as their Savior. You know, I'm a car guy, so I'm sending, yes. I am sending. sent an email to a blanket list of all my car guy friends across America, directed to harvest.org today, because he's airing Steve McQueen, the American, an American icon, tonight right. at 7 o'clock Pacific time. And uh, it's another way to lead them to the Lord by this wonderful conversion of Steve McQueen at the end of his life. Well, so um, there's lots of tools available to us. This is, a, this is a strategic time. We need to use every tool in our toolbox to get the gospel out <laughs> and to tell people about Jesus. Our, our guest on... I, you know, I'm just doing... Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I just, I've just been contemplating every moment. How, Who do I know that I can reach out to right now? And, then, and God just keeps bringing you the names that you can reach out to and encourage. That's right. Our guest on The Complete Story has been Barry McGuire from Revival Outside the Walls. Barry, thank you for being with us, and thank you for encouraging us to be about the Great Commission. Thank you, Rich. God bless you now. Well, it's been wonderful to talk to Barry McGuire from Revival Outside the Walls. Now, folks, we're going to talk about something else that you can do while you're maybe home uh, during this uh, period of quarantine with the uh, coronavirus and and all of that. And we've been praying for a great awakening-style revival to sweep our land. And every major revival is preceded by a movement of prayer. And we're so excited to see these movements of prayer uh, cross up all over the world, and here's one that we want to tell you about right now. Hi everyone, I'm Chris Hodges, pastor of Church of the Highlands in Alabama, and one of the founders of ARC, the Association of Related Churches. In the wake of COVID-19, all of us know that people are overwhelmed, hurting, scared, and even dying. Global healthcare systems are reeling, schools and borders are closing, businesses are shuttering, and churches have now moved to gathering online only. Now, what should the response of the church be in times like these? Well, if there's one mandate from God, I believe it's found in 2 Chronicles 7, 14, that if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and heal their land. We need that. And that's what we're gonna do. On March 19th, I was privileged to be on a phone call with many prominent ministry leaders from all over the nation to discuss how we can unite our churches together in prayer. We all share one heart to unite and see the worldwide body of Christ resourced and activated to pray against this pandemic. Through the prayers of the United Church, the Capital C Church, this virus can be halted And as a result, lives will be healed, hardships will be mitigated, people will come to Christ, and God will pour out His Spirit. We're asking churches to come together across denominational lines to join with us in prayer in your services. We're asking individuals to unite daily in prayer at 7.14 a.m. and 7.14 p.m. You can learn more at unite714.com. I truly believe that we will hear from heaven and God will heal our land. God bless you. Praise God. Isn't that exciting, folks? On the line with us right now is Pastor Chris Hodges, Church of the Highlands in Birmingham, Alabama. 
Pastor Chris, thank you for being on the air with us. Thanks so much. I'm honored to be on the call. Hey, listen, by way of background, you told me earlier, because I asked you, in Birmingham, I asked about the movie Woodlawn, and you said, yes, the Irwin brothers attend your church. Is that correct? They do. Uh, They have a home also on the West Coast, of course, in the Los Angeles area, but we are dear friends, and I'm so proud of the work that they are doing. And you said that one of your campus ministries is right there at Woodlawn High School. Yeah, our church has 22 locations across the state of Alabama, and one of our campuses, our locations, is in Woodlawn High School. So uh, we're right there in that very historic school where that movie was made. That's so exciting. Well, you know, that was about a movement of God. That was about a revival. Now, tell us about Unite 714. Actually, you just did on that on that audio clip, but Unite 714, you're wanting to mobilize the church all around the world to pray at 714 in the morning and 714 in the evening. Is that right? Right. It comes from Second Chronicles 714, of course, which is the call of God for us to, to respond to plagues. If you read verse 13 in Second Chronicles 7, it says, you know, there are going to be times when the, the heavens will produce no rain, or there'll be famines or plagues, and then if, verse 14 says, my people will pray. And so what's been so striking about this already since I even made that video that uh, your listeners heard, there has been a massive response. And honestly, that in itself is a miracle from heaven. I mean, it's, yes. it's to get this many pastors uh, just saying, we don't need to create our own thing. We're, we want to jump in and be a part of this. There are literally thousands and thousands of churches globally now. We think more than a million believers praying. And so we really expect um, that we will hear from heaven. And it's been astonishing. I mean, literally across the denominational lines. Mm-hmm. And I'll be on a call today with more than 100 of the largest uh, international church leaders who all say, hey, we want to jump in and be a part of this. It really is a miracle. Right, and I'm just looking at the list of some of these pastors that our, our listeners would recognize. Uh, Jack Graham from Prestonwood. Uh, we, we carry his uh, radio broadcast every day on the air with us. Yourself, Chris Hodges, Robert Morris, uh, Sammy Rodriguez, Miles McPherson, Jensen Franklin, Lou Engle, Bishop Harry Jackson, and many, many more. But uh, this, is, this is so exciting because this is really a movement of God where, where people are recognizing we need to pray. People's hearts are open to receive the gospel. Christians are wondering, well, what can we do in the face of this pandemic? We're, we're stuck here at home. Well, this is something very, very significant that can be done. Isn't that right? Yes, and we're just simply asking people to set their alarm on their phone, and just twice a day at 7.14 a.m., 7.14 p.m., uh, and just stop for a moment. It doesn't even have to take a long time. Just stop for a moment and pray, Second uh, Chronicles 7.14, that God, we... We are asking, uh, as we humble ourselves and seek your face, and as we repent from uh, the wickedness that has gotten in our nation, our hearts, that we would hear from you, and God, we're asking you to heal our land. And if we can get believers doing that around the globe, literally every hour at 7.14 a.m., 7.14 p.m., we're going to have literally millions of people praying, and we think that that God is going to respond to our prayers. Absolutely. And your website is where people can go for more information, www.unite714.com, unite714.com. And one of the things I noticed on your website is a map of churches all over the world that are participating in this, Christians that are committing to pray 
at 714 in the morning, 714 in the evening. And if you look at where all of those pins are in the worldwide map, and then you compare that with what you see on the sick map, sometimes you can see a sick map which shows where this coronavirus, the the COVID-19, is all over the world. And you compare the two maps and they're virtually identical. It's so exciting to see that where it's kind of like where sin abounds, grace abounds even more. But where this sickness is is taking hold and and affecting the lives of people, there are Christians being raised up in prayer all over the world. In many cases, these very same locations. Yeah, unfortunately, sometimes it takes a crisis for us to to um, to respond when we when we are, are self sufficient. We become a place many times in a place where we leave God out of our lives and and but we are only twenty inches away from mercy, it's just dropping uh that's the distance from our knees to the ground to dropping um to, to to our knees and just asking God to forgive us to heal us and uh and every time not only in history, human history but in biblical history God when he hears our cries, he responds because he's a great and merciful God. Pastor Chris Hodges uh, is our guest from Church of the Highlands in Birmingham, and I heard someone say one time that isn't it just like God to keep us all apart in order to bring us together? So here we are. We're not even able to gather together in in in, in the local assembly of churches, and 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 yet we're able to talk and pray to God, and we're able to coordinate our prayers literally around the world. And uh, it's just a thrilling time to be a believer. It's a thrilling time to serve the Lord. Uh, Pastor Chris, in the in the final minute here, would you lead us, lead our audience in a word of prayer? Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we cry out to you. We, we say our help comes from heaven. It comes from you, God. And we lift up those that have already been affected by this virus, Lord, that you would heal them. And God, that you would touch every leader and every healthcare worker, and every doctor and nurse, and our government officials, and all those who are working on a cure, Lord, we ask for a divine wisdom. We pray, God, for supernatural favor on their lives. We pray, God, that you would use this pandemic, God, just to get people's hearts that are turned towards you. I'm asking for a mighty revival to take place across the earth, that many will call on the name of the Lord out of their desperation, Lord, and God, that you would use this Lord, I don't believe you created it, but God, I believe you're using it to, to get people's hearts drawn towards you. So, Father, we ask for your wisdom. We pray, God, that you would move on the church to rise up and to make a difference during this darkness. In the name of Jesus, amen. Yes, and that's the key. In the name of Jesus. God bless you, Pastor Chris Hodges. We have a 60-second announcement that we're going to be running on Bot Radio Network over the air for the next several weeks, and it's all about Unite714.com. For more information, you can go to the website Unite714.com. Unite714.com. Thank you for being with us. God bless you, and we'll see you next time.